0: Must, must, must. Hey everybody! Welcome to the Basic Buzz. My name is Davey, and this is episode 18. Today we have our guest, special guest today, Miss Carla Michelle. Hi. So <laughs> Carla, I mean, I was pretty excited to not to be a fanboy or anything, but I love. I see you on TV. I I see you on Instagram. I see. You on, I hear you on the radio. So. I thought, hey, you know, it'd be great for everybody here in Jacksonville and in Florida to introduce Miss Carla to the greater Florida area. And maybe some of you who haven't or maybe saw her face or wanted to know more, we've got her here. So Aww,
1: thank you. <laughs> yeah, no,
0: I think that's really cool. Um, so tell me a little bit. Who is who is Carla Michelle?
1: Well, I'm Carla Michelle Jones, that's my last name and I was born in Jacksonville here, so this is my hometown Um, I have a lot of family here. I'm really close to my family. So (laughs) that's pretty much the reason I'm here. Um, It's the reason I Wanted to base my business here and Mm -hmm. be able to travel. Oh, yeah, so um, Who am I? I, I'm a journalist Uh, when I was a little girl I took a microphone off of my baby dog I don't pretend <laughs> to interview people. Yeah. So I've just always I think it's because I'm an introvert, um, I prefer one on one conversations. So um that was a way that I connected with people.
0: I would have never guessed the way that you present yourself <laughs> to everybody.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: You have such great energy and everything, so it, oh, it doesn't, you know. But <laughs>
1: that, that's
0: amazing. So um so here we are, you're a journal- you said you got into journalism, so yes. give us a little bit, you know, you do these appearances and you do all this stuff, so what is it that you do? Like, what is it so people can know?
1: Okay, um, well, I'm the owner of Carla Michelle Media, and I provide reporting, producing, publicity, and social media.
0: That's a lot.
1: So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I narrowed it down to four core services, mm-hmm. um, but when you see me doing the TV stuff, that's typically when I get my clients on local television news yeah. and um, appear as an ambassador or influencer to help them get their story across.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, it's- I've seen you on the, the morning shows and stuff like that. So, at Hello Jacksonville or Good Morning Jacksonville, and that, mm-hmm. that was really cool. So... Um, are there I know we that there's companies that you work with right and how many do you work at a time then
1: I I'm kind of a consultant it's it's me and I never wanted to have employees mm-hmm. I want to have partners gotcha. so I work with different videographers and graphic designers yeah. to get the job done um, I have two major clients right now. Uh, I mentioned that I'm working a political campaign, a congressional campaign. Wow. Um, and I work with a nonprofit that does a lot of community work. That uh, is awesome. For kids. or Kids are actually the ones who run the organization. So that's Ooh. why it appealed Ooh. to <laughs> me. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like our job is kind of to facilitate Uh, and carry out their ideas and that is something I'm really passionate about giving
0: kids a voice and making sure they have a chance to learn yeah
1: absolutely because your story really starts when you're young Mm -hmm. so and I'm all about helping people tell their stories a lot of times I work with clients who are older and it's hard to like peel back the things they've learned (sighs) about how to to speak in Mm -hmm. public or on television so but kids are are really naturals and my job (laughs) is (laughs) yeah kind of just empowering them and um helping them to to be creative and um just kind of thrive in that i guess that's
0: wonderful so thank you i guess like (laughs) that leads me to the next thing i mean you did you start off in journalism you got to this point now where you've you're doing the consulting, you're working with these groups, and you're affecting change here, and you're presenting, like, I'm just like, wow, there's so much out here. There's so many facets of what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, but where did that really stem from? You said journalism, but how did you get to this point here? Because I know, I mean, there's a, there's a journey there.
1: Yes. Uh, well, I would say rejection paved the way a lot. You'd be surprised. <laughs> rejection, you know? Yeah. And I never thought about that way until I started like putting my business together.
0: Right.
1: And then um, opportunities like this, where I get to tell my story, then I realize what I'm saying over and over is I created my own path because some door wouldn't open for me. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yes, I, I. when I was in high school, I decided I wanted to be a journalist, and I job shadowed Joyce Morgan with Channel Four. No way. I remember her on TV all time? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's dope. And then I went to uh, University of Florida and Go majored. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't even have to say it. And I have to add that I remember meeting you yep. and um I, I went to University of Florida, but over the summer I was a transient student at UNF. Yep. And I, I think we had a class together or Oh my something?
0: god. 2006. Okay. God, I'm so dating myself. <laughs> 2006 transient yeah. so yeah, summer summer I came back to UNF and yeah. we probably had at one of those guys UNF used to have these <laughs> these what trailer truck like <laughs> removable mobile like classrooms and it's terrible, I remember that. So Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: Well, yeah, I liked my time there just over that one summer. The classes were totally different than um, what I was used to at oh, yeah. UF. So it was a good balance. But um so after I graduated school, came back here, worked mm-hmm. at First Coast News for a couple years and then I got into marketing. I worked for Ron Scho's attorney's office Oh yeah. Um, as his marketing director and he bought the Jacksonville Giants. So I became marketing director with the team as well. Wow. So after that, I ended up working Alvin Brown's first campaign. Hey. Yeah. Um, okay. And so he uh, became the first African-American mayor of Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of got my political involvement starting Mm. Um, my minor was political science because as a journalist they wanted us to know politics because we would be covering it Mm. so um, at the time yes I worked that campaign I was volunteer coordinator but everywhere I worked I always got back in the media somehow so I would if I hear they're about to shoot a commercial for the business I'm like hey I, you know, I have a background in media. I like to, you know, I would just kind of inch my way to get involved Mm -hmm. with media things. And um, after the campaign, I worked for a company called Hester Group, which is a marketing firm. And that's where I learned like how to market a business. So. That's
0: a that's a hell of a resume. (laughs) I mean, I'm going through this. This is a hell of a resume. That's dope.
1: Thank you. Um, I'm kind of just a busy worker. I think it's a family trait. But um, so really at that time, I was also doing some freelance work for ABC News. I had a friend that um, Mm. started working for headline news and CNN. Yeah. And he would travel the country um, as a booker. So Mm -hmm. when you hear these like breaking stories. Yeah nationally um for instance well this is international with the name uh, <laughs> dropping here we go. Uh, no. go ahead no 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 story dropping this is um the kids in the cave right now yeah so, thailand yes so say for instance somebody one of the kids is from happens to be from jacksonville right ABC News would then contract me to find them locally mm-hmm. or find the family so that they can interview them. So that was my job on like random stories and go find people and do the interview and they would partner me with the freelance videographer and we would send the video and sometimes it would air on like Good Morning America and yeah. things like that. So that's really what built my resume a lot um those type of opportunities, but at the same time I was working a full time job. So um that's what led me to start my business. I literally just didn't have time to like balance it all, um, and then still have my free time and Mm -hmm. my creative time. So that's So the consulting
0: what grew out of all this was you kind of consolidated all this passion that you had to do and you the experience that you had and you're like, hey, you know what? Uh, I want a life too though. Yeah. <laughs> and it's and it's true. Like you basically allowed yourself to become a, your own boss and determine, "Hey, this is something I appreciate. Let me make time for that." As well as taking care of your um like building your own company here. I mean, that's that's really I mean, people like to say, "Oh, yeah, I'm an entrepreneur," but like really establishing yourself in the city. I mean, and you've done Thank that. Thank you. So that's really <laughs> cool. Thank um you. so we know why you're here in, in Jacksonville because you've built that as, I mean it's your home, your family's here mm-hmm. you've, you've come back and everything I mean, everything's here for you. Mm-hmm. so what is it that perhaps people don't know or what kind of do you have like a project that you're working on that maybe you're like, hey, you know what this is coming up that I'm really excited about
1: well, probably becoming a yoga teacher Really. <laughs> outside of all that media stuff. But um, I want to incorporate storytelling in yoga um, because what I'm learning through getting my certification is yoga is all about a conversation between your mind mm-hmm. and your body. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we get hung up um, in our body like we, we have negative toxins and things Stuck in our body from experiences that we've had because we won't go there um, with our mind so I'm hoping to help people like through that whole holistic process take a different look at who Mm -hmm. they are um, and be able to live with it and not only that to like find some joy in their life create their life you know be a co-creator in our lives but um kind of create what you want like you were describing so well um, being able to carve out what brings you joy mm. in addition to your work or as your work yeah so
0: and, and taking it even you saying it here it sounds there's a lot of parallels in that partnership idea too with yoga you're like hey I'm here also like I, I love doing this but I'm here to help you as well mm-hmm. so we can work together on this accomplishment yes that's really cool
1: absolutely
0: so one of the topics that we wanted to go over today basic fam was actually the effects of stress On minority women, and you brought up Mm -hmm. that you are working, since you're going through this training for yoga, like, is there something in yoga that can help with this specific kind of area? Maybe you can shed a light on, you know, Um, that actual area of minority women with stress. Yes,
1: I'll be happy to because I I think... Yoga is something that's reaching the African-American community more now. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, getting, we're getting more access to it and getting more involved.
0: Trap yoga. I've seen that yeah. all over the place.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to shoot that down, but <laughs> I've never tried it. Yeah. That's yeah. why. Um, but I, I... Yeah. That's how it's being introduced to us. Mm. But there are other forms. Of course, um, yeah. Because, like for instance, Trap music kind of puts me in a whole different mood than like <laughs> what I normally get from yoga. But I like say. that there's a variety and mm-hmm. it's a, a way to kind of appeal and meet a group of people where we are. Mm. But, um, yes, about minority women, we. I'm happy that we're accessing it more. Um, another point though is that there aren't a lot of African American yoga teachers. True. So when I when I realized I could kind of help Especially fill in, here that in the gap, city. Yes.
0: Especially here in the city.
1: Especially here in Jacksonville. Yeah. Um, but also nationwide. Mm. Like when I went to LA last year, I was surprised that even out there mm. it was a noticeable gap. <laughs> <laughs> to the point where like I, I tried to get a, um, go to a class out there, and the guy was like, oh, I'll give you a discount because we need more black women you know, doing uh, yoga. Yeah. I was like, what? In LA? Mm. I was shocked. But um, anyway, yeah, so... But black women and toxic stress, we're learning that we have the highest incidences of toxic stress, which is stress on top of stress. So gotcha. we're already dealing with a lot and we don't even get the time to kind of sort through those things mm-hmm. and before we have to deal with another. So um, toxic stress is living in a state of like survival mode, kind of gotcha. where your heart rate stays at it's an like increase. like that
0: fight or flight, right?
1: Exactly. So mm-hmm. you stay in like, yeah, fight or flight mode. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. So we don't want that for No, that ourselves. sounds terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I think we learn to live with it. Mm. Um and so again, those are some of the things I want to help our sisters like recognize and learn how to I don't like the word cope because mm. coping is just like a way to get by, but actually deal with some of the things that have been placed on us and it's it's not fair
0: so what does yoga do then mm-hmm. to, instead of being a coping how does that deal with it then
1: well um the there's a yoga helps you keep a balance between your parasympathetic nervous system and your sympathetic nervous those
0: system. are huge doctor words here <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I want to make sure I get this right because sometimes I get the two confused. But uh, parasympathetic nervous system is um, a more depressed and relaxed state. Mm-hmm. Sympathetic nervous system is that fight or flight, hyperactive. Mm-hmm. So we want to be in a neutral state which is in between those two things. Right. So a little bit of stress is good and a little bit of not depression, but um, relaxation is good. But mm-hmm. we all know like if you... Are too low energy. That's like a form of depression. Right. Um, and if you're, if you have high anxiety, you also don't want to be there. Mm-hmm. So there are breathing techniques you can use wherever you land on that spectrum. Right. So if you have high anxiety, you want to do slower, deeper breaths. If you have depression, you want to do more active movements with your body that makes your your blood f- flow increase. You
0: know? oh, okay, I'm starting to see here because I know a little. I know a little bit about yoga. So here mm-hmm. you got, like, for me, for instance, I've gone to. Very few yoga classes, <laughs> but I have gone to a couple, and there have been some where it's like, okay, there's the ones that they make you do the, hold the poses for a long amount of time, mm-hmm. almost stretching everything out, and then there's those that, like, okay, they go through the routine, and they're quickly shifting through, mm-hmm. and so now I'm starting to see, okay, it's not that I, like, I prefer the longer ones, but i maybe, now that I'm seeing what you're explaining is, hey, maybe we work more, we put the people who have, maybe a more relaxed state into the quicker rhythmic yoga Mm -hmm. and some of the people who might be in higher stress coming off work kids and all that stuff Mm -hmm. go back into that longer relaxation maybe meditating's like progress Mm -hmm. right
1: exactly that's That's cool Mm
0: yeah dang (laughs) well you know and i've never thought of it that way so and that in i mean that's that's huge for people who haven't so i guess Mm -hmm. mm, like (laughs) (laughs) psa you guys need to go out and do some yoga (laughs) i've seen so many trends Mm -hmm. so many trends on yoga lately i mean it's it's popping up everywhere it's actually part of the reason why lululemon got so big because yoga started taking over and then regular yoga wasn't good enough then we had Bikram yoga and Mm -hmm. like which is hot yoga Mm -hmm. and then you go and I i see stuff like Goat yoga now um, or something. Don't, don't get me what? Started. So what? What? <laughs> what are? What are the? For you, what do you find are tr- like things that are actually beneficial? Like where? Where do you think if yoga is going in a certain direction? Like how do you feel? Like, wh-
1: mm, well, I'm happy to be coming to be becoming more of an expert in this field, (laughs) but I just wanna make clear I'm learning, um, I'm getting my certification. I've practiced yoga for about 13 years, and um, I don't wanna be a snob about it to say that there's one that's better than the other, um, because-
0: But we can agree, goat yoga is like- (laughs) Like whoop.
1: <laughs> we can agree, I'm not gonna try that. That's that's. What we, I just don't understand what her point.
0: Then we're yeah. okay. Then we're good. Then we're good.
1: Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I do genuinely believe yoga is about meeting you where you are, mm-hmm. and it's about, like I said, that conversation between your mind and your body. True. It's all about um, being reflective and understanding what your body is trying to tell you. Mm -hmm. So, with that said, um, it's your choice. And whatever you gravitate towards is is your choice, and you're welcome to do that. Cool. Mm -hmm.
0: And what about, are there, so I see, if you go to her Instagram page, people, you're (laughs) posting yoga (laughs) poses in all these different places. I've seen even your videos of you doing, like, I don't even know what they're called, because I'm (laughs) not even... Deep into yoga like that, but you're in all these different places. So where do you find inspiration in like mm-hmm. around town that you feel like are like, hey, when I go here, I really feel like I really get the best out of my yoga.
1: I love that question Uh outside, really. Yeah. And it's it can be anywhere. Um, I love being by water mm-hmm. and nature, just flowers. I love to hear birds when I'm like, <laughs> I don't like really intentionally meditate. I do practice mindfulness, though, mm-hmm. um, just so I can focus on relaxing my mind. But, um, yeah, I when I wake up in the morning, that's the first thing I hear is birds chirping. So that's a sound that, like, gives me joy no matter where I am. So whenever I can hear that, it really, like, calms me down. It
0: takes you right to that spot.
1: It does. It does. Um, and this journey has really kind of been... Drawing me. So um, it started with just posting those pictures. And then I would get requests from organizations with little girls, little black (laughs) girls who are like, come teach us yoga. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, no, I'm not certified. And they're like, we don't care. Just come teach us something like basic principles. So that's when I was like, okay, let me get my certification because. Mm I want to make sure I'm teaching people the right way yeah and now that I'm doing that and I do have two organizations where I do teach children regularly um, well one organization where I teach them regularly and one is kind of like a monthly thing Mm -hmm. by event now I'm getting requests for private sessions from women. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to say it's it's always black women and that just makes me really <laughs> happy. Like
0: yeah, because you were saying like yeah. there wasn't one enough teachers and two enough people practicing. So now mm-hmm. boom, it's coming full circle. Yeah. Maybe they needed a representation like a representative for them to feel like they could be accepted in doing stuff.
1: So. It's true because I need that. So yeah. I know how important that is. Mm-hmm. And um I've also learned like sometimes they would ask me where could I go practice yoga? And I would give them suggestions and they would never do it. And they'll yeah. keep on asking me. Yeah. <laughs> so now it's like I can be that person that comes to them and it's it's way more comfortable. Like I wanted my dad to come do it. And just <laughs> yesterday. Get Papa Bear, yo. Yeah. Just yesterday I was like, Hey dad, did you know I'm teaching yoga now? And he was like, What? He's like, I might get into some yoga and I'm like what? <laughs>
0: That's an accomplishment. Yeah. You can get your dad to do something. Yeah,
1: yeah but it's funny because really um, whenever you're trying to convince another person to do something, it yeah. really does start with you. It's mm-hmm. kind of like they see your example. So it's just being proven to me, like be that person for them, not just sending them somewhere, but kind of carving it out for myself because it is something I love to like be that for them.
0: I'd like that that whole sentence right there it hit me right here
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> glad you felt it yeah what?
0: so i guess the last thing that we wanted to cover today before you go because mm. we cover so much and i think it's so cool um so carla here has and i'll call them dreads because mm. that's what my roommate had for a long time and so you were telling me how much you, you, know, you, you cherish your hair, and so you went natural and all that. I really want to hear, I guess, like a lot of us who have gone natural after, mm-hmm. like, I hate even using myself, but like I had short hair for a long time never really grew it out for any reason because I didn't want to deal with the problems of having to process and do all these things and wash it. I'm a guy. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like anything that it takes more work is like, all right, come on, like we're done. Yeah. But it just everybody's got a story with their natural hair. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of want to hear yours on this one.
1: Okay. Uh, well, I got a relaxer when I was young, you know, elementary school. I remember begging my mom to do it. She didn't want to do it. Yeah. But like all the girls in my class had it and I just wanted it. So I did get it. And then, you know, all those years passed by. It didn't matter because even having a relaxer, you still had just, like, colorism and mm-hmm. um, issues within our community about your hair texture So it, or how long it is. So um, it's like I'm going through this process to mentally, like, feel... Happier about myself, really. Right. And so, but I didn't think about it that way. Like I didn't think about it that deeply. Yeah. But in college, I had a friend. Like um, I was about to say, she was roommate, but I was around her that much, <laughs> um, and around her doing her hair, and she was natural. Mm-hmm. And um, she one day was like, "Girl, you should go natural." And I was like, "No, my hair is not like yours." And I, I, it just came out, just flowed like that. <laughs> my hair is not like <laughs> yours. And then it was like later. I think I had graduated college, and it just hit me like, why did I say that? Why mm. did I say my hair is not like yours? Like, mm-hmm. what did I mean by that? Because I consider myself always like a confident person with yeah. good self-esteem. But and I think that's why that question like popped up to me because it wasn't it wasn't congruent with the other ways i lived my life and um then i also thought i don't even know what my real hair like my normal yeah. my hair texture feels like
0: I've had it permed of have treatments yeah. like all this stuff and yeah mm-hmm. what what does it look like under there yeah.
1: i didn't even know but i had this negative perception about it mm-hmm. so that like made me want to do something about it and I don't remember if we really had a conversation about it, but me and my mom both went natural in 2009.
0: No way.
1: Yeah. she. Uh, <laughs> we both got it cut. She started her locks like really low. Yeah. And um, I went to like a fro. Right. And I was so scared, because that's when I was working at Ron Scholes, and yeah. I was the only black person there.
0: Hey, man. I, I know exactly where <laughs> you're going with this one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I didn't really know what to do with my hair yet, so mm-hmm. I was nervous, like...
0: Waiting for those people to question, They're like, so what are you going to do with your
1: hair? Right. And mm-hmm. they never did.
0: That's great.
1: It I know. And I know not a lot of women have that experience. Yeah. But I'm grateful that that shocked me, like especially being the only black person there I'm thinking like this is gonna be too much for them they're gonna be like uh <laughs> and um you know because there are all these ideas about it not being professional and stuff there was
0: definitely a stigma for and it's starting to roll like you're starting to, maybe a couple of years back you started to see a change where it's like okay it's mm-hmm. not a it's not this weird stigma of like oh that hair like is not nice it's <laughs> Becoming a thing where it's like no this is this is hair, like just anybody's hair, and when you like this is it, like mm-hmm. this is me, and it's almost like it took the country to realize like you have to accept you gotta accept your own self and then it's it almost like snowball and mm-hmm. it was it's great to see because you're starting to see people really coming to their own because of it too,
1: absolutely, and it's like it's such a personal journey. Mm. But then it's also so attached to your professional life that it just feels like, you know, it's easier to go along with it than to really challenge it.
0: You're talking to the guy (laughs) with shoulder length hair. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, And I don't. Yeah, I didn't mention. But right after school, one of the news stations that I applied to um, in my resume tape. I, I had a relaxer, but in one shot I had braids mm-hmm. and when they saw it they told me you have to change your whole tape because of that one scene with braids wow. And I'm like, but you know those are like removable. like I do have a relaxer and they're like no. Um, and at the time they could get away with it by saying it's too ethnic. we want um, people that are anchors mm. or you know people that are on the the on air we want them to be able to relate to all ethnicities and it's
0: funny you still haven't seen really somebody on air female african american with non relaxed like natural hair
1: mhm
0: not in jacksonville mhm yeah. For you?
1: Well, it, it, except, <laughs> I gotta give my friend credit, uh, Kamasi Aaron. Kamasi, yes, yeah, she did. Yeah, she, she did. I think she was probably the first mm-hmm. here um, to do that, and so that was a moment. Yeah. Uh, maybe some people slept
0: on I, it.
1: Right? I, did, I, I know for
0: a fact that it was a, it was kind of like,
1: huh, like, yeah.
0: you know, you, you don't see that. It was always like, hey, if you're going to come on here, you have to, you know, I'm going through my head, I'm thinking back all these years, never I don't remember seeing it, really. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. It is.
1: But I, I claimed the title of being the first with locks on air, um, <laughs> and I, I didn't realize that, but somebody pointed out, and I'm like, okay, I love that, so yeah. I rock with that. But um, yeah, it's it. They would be able. They got away with it because they had a standard for
0: yeah
1: um their employees, and thankfully, yeah, the times have changed, but. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So eventually, after having the fro for a while, I just um, one of the things I did an article, and this guy said, "We're the only ones in the world with hair like this, yet we want to change it."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was like, "Wow, that's deep." And he also said, "Our hair is the only one." Across yeah, yeah, to the sky, yeah. yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. So that mm-hmm. that brought some pride into the equation.
0: True. Yeah. True.
1: And then locks, I don't know. Just, I don't know, I love it. I've always loved locks on guys. And then, (laughs) (laughs) just throw that out. But no, I always have. And then, I don't know, one day I just, I felt like I would eventually, and I just did. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Thanks. (laughs) Well, thank you for coming on. I mean, I really appreciate it story and everything. I mean, it took us from journalism all the way through to, like, learning about your in your yoga and, like, stress and then hair. I mean, like, we went through the whole thing, and I think it's, it's really a great embodiment of, like, who you are as a representation, like, coming out to Jacksonville, presenting yourself, and if any of you guys have ever gone, met her or seen her or, like on TV or on her Instagram like you'll see it it's just it comes through and it's it's just genuine so I I I think that's amazing so and if people haven't or don't know or if they want to get in contact with you or follow you on social media do you want to
1: sure you're welcome to follow me at uh, Carla C-A-R-L-A Michelle M-E-C-H-E-L-E on Instagram And on Facebook, it's Carla Michelle Media. Um, You can follow me there.
0: Perfect. And I guess if they have any questions or when you get your certification, they want some personal classes for yoga.
1: Yeah. They can
0: always reach out to you, too.
1: Reach out to me. And my website is Carla Michelle. Again, that's C-A-R-L-A-M-E-C-H-E-L-E dot com. Perfect. Okay. Well, thank you again. Thank you. This is wonderful what you're doing. And I'm just, I'm really honored that you even thought of me. This is cool.
0: Hey everybody, welcome back. And I've got Miss Trista here from At Your Beauty Pro. How you doing today?
2: I'm doing pretty good. How you doing baby?
0: I am pretty, pretty good. Uh, so what, you mean month of July, what's going on? And what, what do you have for us as a treat today?
2: Well, I want to break it down a little bit. I want to um, talk a little bit about exfoliating the body. Exfoliating mm-hmm. the body. Hey. Um, really, it's important no matter what time of year it is, but for different reasons. Um, but I wanted to kind of first out, start out with you, put you on a spot but you want to stop for a little me?
0: bit. Me? <laughs> okay. Me? Mm. Got
2: to. Got um, to. Do you exfoliate at all?
0: Uh, my mom used to have a pumice stone i go to the beach if that counts as exfoliating
2: (laughs) it 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 can count yeah okay well then then, yeah there you go (laughs) (laughs) so it sounds like you just worry about your feet then is that right like you exfoliate your feet
0: for the most part
2: get the roughness off you get the baby soft
0: feet i think like once a month i might take this weird my dad always had this like green scrub glove and so it, it kind of exfoliates the skin but i don't do that too often maybe like once a month
2: oh okay yeah, yeah. you know Oh, cool. um well as hey coming from a female it's nice to hear that guys care about their feet a little bit don't want to have the rough feet tear the sheets and whatnot Ooh. girls don't like those rough feet so that's kudos to you for that
0: thank you you're
2: hey, onto something good hey. Um, but really you should be exfoliating your body from head to toe, head mm. to toe, or should I should say face to toe.
0: Ah, yeah. Follow. Um,
2: well, I know women, um, probably not so much men, many of y'all just kind of wash your face and put lotion on and go. Um, uh, women tend to have a routine with their face care as you know, we've talked about with Miss Erica, with Skin by Erica mm-hmm. in the past. Yep. Um, exfoliation was part of that routine and there are different ways to exfoliate the face and the body but i'm gonna start with the body first since that's a little bit more simple Mm -hmm. to break down yeah um essentially when you exfoliate you're getting rid of dead skin dry skin if you have patchy skin or issues with like darker elbows or knees and stuff like that if you exfoliate on a bi-weekly, tri-weekly basis, mm-hmm. it kind of helps to bring out the fresh, soft little baby skin underneath it all, right?
0: Yeah. Oh, God. So, yes. I mean,
2: just like you shed hair strands every day, you shed skin every day. But sometimes your body needs help getting the, rid of that that old skin, so to speak. Because
0: hmm. so do we, we don't do we really shed
2: completely like snakes do. <laughs> Luckily.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't think I could wake up one day and like, hey, honey, oh! Oh no i couldn't do it
2: like hello hello (laughs) yeah well i mean people mainly associate exfoliating the body with you know doing it in the shower ladies we all know about the body scrubs you have like the salt scrubs which are a bit more abrasive and personally i'm not a fan of salt scrubs Mm -hmm. reason being we tend to shave our legs shave our body parts and If you get a little nick or a little cut, the salt can definitely burn, burn. So I like to stick with the sugar scrub. You can either DIY them yourself, buy them at the store. I mean, it doesn't require many ingredients at all to make them. Even Shea Moisture, I realized, they have a little DIY section That's new at Target, some Target stores, and they have like a container of coconut oil. They Mm -hmm. have a container of like sugar scrub. They have uh, little bottles of essential oils and you can kind of, they make it easy for you to grab and go and make your own little concoction if you Mm -hmm. don't want to, you know, buy them individually yourself from Amazon or whatever may have you. That's
0: awesome. So
2: that's the most popular kind is the, the physical scrubs. Um, another type is, you mentioned earlier, the exfoliating glove. hmm yep. That's good for the body. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> um, what you could do outside the shower, which I've recently, um, gotten into, is called dry brushing. Have you heard of this?
0: Dr- what? No.
2: <laughs> yeah, dry brushing. Think about when you see someone brushing a horse. Yeah. Like, it has, like, a little brush that you hold in your hand. It has a little strap to keep your hand in place, and you brush the horse. It looks
0: so... Okay, yeah. I...
2: They have something like that. we for humans. We can use it on ourselves. No one has to brush us for us. We can get them at the drugstore or them online. You can get anything from Amazon these days. Mm-hmm. But it's not so rough. It's a softer bristle brush. Mm-hmm. Um, and what you want to do is that you want to kind of gently rub the skin and circular the motions. Because, I mean, you don't need much pressure because the brush does the work for you correct so you want to do this right before you take a shower so i know what you're thinking don't do it when you're fresh from the gym don't do it <laughs> when you're funky or sticky and sweaty <laughs> you can do it after you wake up from a nap or wake up in the morning mm-hmm. whatever the case may have you um just kind of go lightly in circle of motions yeah. start your ankles and you want to work your way towards your heart oh my heart go up your leg Stomach, back, start from your wrist and go up your arm towards your heart, hmm. and that also helps stimulate circulation too. For ladies who are worried about you know a little dimple cellulite action that you don't like, it it helps with that too.
0: Ah, okay.
2: So then, if you do that, you don't have to go in the shower and do a double exfoliation that could be too much for your skin.
0: Yeah. So then you just use like a soft hydrating soap and some nice finish off with some lotion.
2: Yes, some lotion or some oil. Oil is even better.
0: Wow. So dry brushing.
2: Yes, dry brushing. It is a thing. If you don't believe in it, look it it up on YouTube.
0: I'm going to (laughs) right after this, and I'm sure half of our basic fam is going to follow through and be like, Google dry brushing. I'm going
2: to brush myself like a horse. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm.
0: brush that mane (laughs) brush that mane okay yeah no so we got dry brushing and sugar scrubs so
2: yes now when it comes to the face you have uh, similar options but you have a few more options as well Um, this pretty much just varies on the type of skin you have if your skin is more sensitive Um, if you have allergies and stuff like that you could be allergic to certain ingredients and scrubs um, I would say just use a washcloth. We tend to just wash our face with our hands. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you have really sensitive skin, um, I would just use a regular cleanser with a washcloth and that should be enough for you without making you like super red or anything like that. Gotcha. Now, if you have normal skin or combination skin, um, this is pretty much where you can kind of do what you want. Mm-hmm not absolutely everything you want but you definitely have more options so i mean yeah you can use a washcloth but let's be real you're probably not going to do that if you can handle more um you can also use a scrub for your face just like we have one for the body right
0: yeah oh of course but
2: don't use the one for your body for your face
0: i can already imagine why (laughs)
2: <laughs> and please don't try to dry brush your face either it's not I was, are you know, I'm
0: glad you said that because I was thinking to myself like man I wonder I mean I know there's probably somebody out there that was going to try that mess and I might have been one of those people so
2: I mean you could probably use it on, on your neck but that's as far up as you can go I would suggest going because they have different brush heads that you can use for your face good, that's meant for your face.
0: Good to know because I'm sitting here like
2: oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Okay. So you can do a manual exfoliation with that um, you can also do a low grade chemical exfoliation which is something I've recently gotten into um, you want to look for something with alpha hydroxy in it or beta hydroxy in it. Okay. the acids you can use maybe about once or twice a week depending on how your skin adjusts to it but really it's like a low grade chemical peel if you think about it like you can do it at home
0: Man, it flashes right back to Skin by Erica when she was talking about the chemical peels and how people come in and they're like I want it to hurt and burn
2: yes oh. but these don't hurt <laughs> thank god These don't hurt and you can use them at home and it's really helps for me personally speaking I can be yeah. advocate for this because I have some hyperpigmentation on my face from like old breakouts which is very common for african-american skin mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm. so this really helps but it's not a miracle worker so don't think that I mean it works over time gotcha. but it definitely does help just make sure you have to moisturize your skin because you're basically forcing the top layer off of your face you want to make sure you keep your face hydrated so that the new skin is taken care of perfect does that make sense
0: yeah I mean consistency and balance
2: yes <laughs> so it's like you mentioned the feet by all means please go get your occasional pedicure but they also have um chemical pills for your feet oh this are
0: I'm mm, okay
2: <laughs> no but listen this is something that you want to do where you don't have nowhere to go for like a week
0: yeah i was gonna say i mean even after a pedicure sometimes they, they get a little close and sensitive you know so i can only imagine mm-hmm
2: these don't hurt though they don't hurt um what you do is they're shaped like a boot so you put it on like a sock but the inside of it is covered in this liquid right but the liquid is a low grade acid yeah so you leave it on for an hour watch a movie or watch a show whatever and then after that point you take it off you rinse your foot and you're good to go what happens is three days later your foot will start to peel now mind you. <laughs> it is just dead so bad. Skin. This is where you become like a snake. Ugh. This is the snake part. Ugh. But it doesn't hurt. I promise you, it is freaky looking, but it doesn't hurt.
0: Mm. Okay. And
2: then it takes like three to four days for the dead skin to peel off your foot, so don't be outside, you know, wearing flip flops and whatnot, have your feet covered. It might be something you want to do before you have to be somewhere like on vacation or something like that. So you got some baby soft feet.
0: Oh God. Okay. Sorry, <sighs> sounds so daunting.
2: <laughs> but the girl will appreciate you for it. Oh yeah!
0: Oh yeah! I know she will. After you get that mm-hmm. chemical peel, and your feet are completely. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Okay, yeah, for sure.
2: But I'm not going to recommend anything for you that's going to hurt you. Just know that I've tried some of these things out, and they truly do work. And I've even tried the. The, the foot one by, I'm not going to say the brand, mm-hmm. but I tried it with my husband and no lie, he freaked out. I didn't tell him it was going to make his feet peel. I just told him it was going to exfoliate his feet. He ain't know what that meant. But, uh yeah. it worked. After he got done freaking out because he thought his foot was falling off, um, that was kind of funny though, to be honest we, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that was kind of hilarious. I'm imagining
0: his face Ow. looking down and waking up one day and just being like, just skin falling off his feet. It's
2: supposed to look like this. <laughs> yeah, but it's all good. It, hey, it worked, that's all that matters, it worked.
0: Oh, well, that sounds like an adventure. I'm sure Basic Fam is gonna have to take part in some of this, so I know some of y'all are gonna go out and get your girlfriends and go and get some feet. Chemical peels and all. Are
2: those here? Let them exfoliate your feet.
0: Oh, I just, (laughs) it just scares me already. (laughs) But I know there's gonna be some videos out there that people are gonna be posting later on and be like, yo. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you again for a great little tip here. And I know we're gonna go out there and try it. And again, guys, if you're interested or wanna ask Trista or myself some questions, I'm Trista, you can reach on IG. At your underscore beauty underscore pro Um, if you have questions for basic you can always send us a a DM over on our IG just basic or you can always if you want to hear yourself on the radio on our podcast you can always use the anchor FM app and leave us a question on there and we'd be glad to replay it and answer it on there. so guys thank you very much and everybody have a great July
2: deuces ciao
0: Hey, Basic fam. The show today was produced by Basic LLC. Music was provided by Torian Miles. If you haven't already rated us, you know it helps us get noticed. So one stars, five stars, it's up to you. But remember to subscribe and share and let people know about the Basic buzz. All right, Basic fam. See you next time.